Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Hello and welcome to the All by the Popcorn podcast. I'm Emily. And I'm Alessandra. And today... We are talking everything Little Women. Everything. 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 And uh, when we mean everything, we mean four different adaptations uh, on the screen and the entire Little Women book uh, by Louisa May Alcott. Yes. Unfortunately, much like Gone with the Wind, I did not finish the book because I'm a lazy lump and (laughs) I just didn't do it. It's okay, Emily. I know. It just it doesn't mean that I don't like the book. I plan on finishing it. I really am enjoying reading it. I just I'm just lazy as shit and I just didn't do it. You know, um, I'm not always in the mood to read, so I totally understand. I'm never in the mood to read. That's my problem. It's like I wanna read, I wanna take in these books and I wanna read these words, but I just don't like physically reading. This is why I really <laughs> hope audiobooks just changes my life forever. It's not for everybody. I totally understand. Yes. So, but I did get through more than half of it. Yes, you um, did. Good job. I did. I got through more than half of it. And that's, and I was like, you know what, Alessandra? This is just, this is it. Yep. This is it. Here I am. Uh, we um, needed yeah, to do this because <laughs> we we're only like two weeks out from the Oscars and this is the last Oscar movie we need to talk about. Uh, the Little Women that just came out this year, nominated for six Oscars um, and uh, was the sophomore uh, debut for Greta Gerwig. So obviously her first movie being Lady Bird a couple years ago, which is an excellent movie. So I had high expectations for this one as well. Yes, most definitely. And um I know that uh, there are some other movies that got nominated that we did see kind of like for actor and actress, and we'll kind of loosely talk about those in the in the main Oscar podcast next mm-hmm. week, mm-hmm. Um, like bom- like Bombshell and maybe Harriet, like a lot of those, those yeah. other ones. Yes, that's that we true. Did see. We did. <laughs> we, we, um, but yes. We're doing great here. <laughs> this is the last Best Picture nominee that we have to talk about. <laughs> <laughs> yes, it is. Um, so we started this journey months and months ago. We thought, okay, we're going to get ready for this movie to come out. Obviously, uh, my beloved Timmy is in this movie, not to mention uh, Florence Pugh, who I have a major girl crush on right now. I mean, I can't even tell you how much I love her, especially after Midsommar, uh, fighting with my family. I just, I'm, I'm so excited for her to be in the new Black Widow movie. Like, I love Florence Pugh. (laughs) Yeah, like, just, like, just a bunch of a bunch of amazing actors in this uh we've also got Meryl Streep, Saoirse Ronan, Laura Dern, Emma Watson uh, and, <laughs> and James no- and, Norton, uh Bob Odenkirk like they're both great Chris uh, Cooper's also great like and Eliza Scanlon yeah. who I saw in um uh, Sharp Objects last year so 
It's a it's a pretty excellent cast for this this recent film. Um, I don't I I kind of since we're talking about this movie, like we are gonna kind of guess weave the different versions into this. Um, should I explain which versions that we're talking about? Yes, let's 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 yes. <laughs> I, I, we did not plan. We should have organized something, but here it goes. We're doing it on the fly. The very first one uh, in the chronological order, of course, is uh, the book L- Little Women by Louisa May Alcott. It is the 150th anniversary of this book this year. Um, I went to Orchard House, which is where Louisa May Alcott's family lived, and that's where she wrote. Little Women, and that was in Concord, Massachusetts, so that was really cool. Um, And then the first movie adaptation that we're going to be talking about, uh, like, in chronological order, is Little Women from 1933, with Catherine Hepburn and directed by George Cukor. Um, And then we're talking about the 1994 Little Women uh, with Winona Ryder uh, that also has... um, Kristen Bale. Dun- yeah, Christian Bale, Claire Danes, Kristen Dunst, uh, Susan Sarandon. Really good. And Claire Danes, like, yeah, I said that. Excellent cast um, for 1994, which is uh, when Emily and I were born. And then uh, the uh, next one is the Little Women TV miniseries from Masterpiece from 2017. So this was only a couple years ago. And that was a three-part miniseries uh, yes. with Maya Hawke and Catherine Newton and Emily Watson as Marmy. And then uh, the 2019 Little Women, which we already described. Yes. So, I mean, that, that, that seems like a lot. But again, we'll, <laughs> it's the same we'll kind story. of... We'll, it's all the same story. We're just kind of <laughs> going to interweave, you know, kind of talk about all the different portrayals of these amazing characters that Louisa May uh, wrote all these years ago. And, uh, and uh, yeah, so let's, uh, let's delve into it. I want to bash the shit out of, <laughs> out of the miniseries. Can we please yeah. just start yeah. with that? A hundred percent. Okay. So I oh, watched my God. Yeah. So, <laughs> Uh, I watched this with my roommate, Alex, and she loves Little Women. The So we started watching it, and we're like, oh, this is fine. This is cool. And I had already finished the book. Uh, or I was almost done with the book when I started watching this. So I was, like, in it. I was like, okay, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to watch this, and I'm going to learn about their lives, and I'm not going to watch the next episode till I finish the book, right? And, yeah. uh I was confused because... The first two episodes, I was like, all right, this is, you know, pretty slow-paced, but seems to be getting all the main plot points in there. Then I realized that there was only one more episode, so there's only three episodes. And the end, the last episode was so bad, because it rushes through so much of the book, the last half of the book. I mean, it it's the main fault of actually a lot of the Little Women adaptations uh, is the fact that the last episode, like, the end of it, is kind of shit. I completely agree. Just the pacing of this was, yeah, weirdly slow in the beginning. Really and weird, just ex- yeah. extremely fast by the very end. Yeah. Which, it, it should never feel like that. Like, this this book is very 
like you can pick and choose what kind of scenes you want which i definitely want to touch on this later is that kind of pick like analyzing what each mm-hmm. iteration of the of the movie like picked and chose like whatever scenes they thought were you know the most important pieces of the book because you know yeah. there's a lot of little yeah. lot of little short stories in it some of yes. them are very are very good for propelling the plot forward and then some are just very good like character building uh world development stuff like that yeah um, i was definitely not expecting that from the book this kind of like like oh okay it's like the, the kind of like little uh vignettes Oh, yeah, me neither, but it's still really, like, and even though you're getting these things in just little chunks, like, it's still very detailed and filling, and you mm-hmm. don't, you don't feel like you're missing, you know, it, it, it's kind of, it's weirdly also still kind of like reading it, because it still feels like you're reading it chronologically somehow, like, all the little short stories are yeah. still kind of, like, in order yeah, they to are, them yeah. growing up. So it's very, it's very interesting, a very interesting way to, to write the book, and so was it, do you think, the the book was never originally, like, little short stories, like, in, like, in a newspaper, right? Because wasn't, no. wasn't there an old book that was kind of like that? Uh, yes, a lot of, um, uh, what's his name, Dickens, Charles Dickens' books were, like, little, little chapters in a newspaper. Okay, but this wasn't like that. Uh, no, no. This was, okay. Louisa wrote, actually, she ended up writing the first part. I think the first part was released, and then, like, a couple of years later, a year later, the second part was released. So it's actually two books, but it's one book. Oh, mm-hmm. okay. Mm-hmm. Which is, like, part one, part second. That's what she says. Yeah, okay, I, yeah. Okay, cool. I yeah, learned I really that at like, the uh, at the Little Women House. <laughs> Oh, I can't wait to hear all the all the special little trivia you learned. Was, yes. it, was there a tour? Did you yes. a little tour? Oh, I mean, oh, I could I could explain. I, I'll. It's kind of a whole big thing, you know. I mean, it's not like a long conversation, but it was cool. I. It was awesome. <laughs> okay, did you want to elaborate on it, or just kind of like kind of like put things in here and there through the podcast? Oh well, just generally, I thought it was really exciting that I got to go there. Uh, Concord, Massachusetts, is not very far outside of Boston, so you can take a commuter commuter rail. It takes like twenty five minutes to get there or less. Um, it's pretty pretty close. <laughs> it costs like cool. I don't know ten dollars to get there or something, um, and the you have to take a, an Uber to the house because it's like off you know in this this amazing place i mean concord massachusetts is like full of these absolutely gorgeous mansions that are like some of the oldest houses in america and they look like the richest people in the world live there i mean it's like crazy what these houses look like (laughs) yes they're like everywhere all over the city right and they're like and we had gone in the first snow of of the season so it was like blanketed in snow. Um, and of course I had planned to go on a weekend. Two days before I was there, the entire cast was at the, the orchard house, was there, including Timmy. Um, and I was like, motherfucker. I was two days out from that. And it was like, and I knew that they were having a special event because on the website they were like, we're gonna be closed for these days due to a special event. And I literally didn't put it put it in my head that maybe it was because the entire cast was going to be there like yeah, oh Alessandra. my god i just couldn't Wouldn't believe that be the it reason? 
And there was like fresh snow on the ground. It was so beautiful. Um, yeah, it was really neat to see this house. It's just like off like a road, um, like right on the road, like a pretty fairly uh, busy road, actually. Lots of cars going by. Not like a major road, but um, it was just like right off the street. And uh, you get there and it's like there's beautiful snow and stuff. And I'll definitely post a picture of myself in front of it on the, I'll put the whole Little Women kind of thing for all of these different movies that we're watching and stuff. Um, yeah, so that was uh, pretty exciting. I bet it was so beautiful in the snow. Mm-hmm. Oh, man. I and they, snow. they had a Christmas tour set up for the season. So it was kind of like there was these actors um, leading these small groups of people throughout the house. Uh, and they would, like, bring you to a different room, and there would be a different actor in every room. And they would be, like, one of the members of the um, Alcott family. So we get in the room, and it's Louisa talking to us about how uh, they're all building a basket for the poor. And that was a very strong point that, like, apparently the Alcotts were, even though they were very... Um, poor themselves they always knew that there were people who were in more need than them so they were always giving to others and that's what one of the main points of what we see in the uh the adaptations and also in the book is the girls are willing to give up their uh christmas breakfast for uh, a family that really needs it and we see that in every adaptation yeah because they do it multiple times i mean once once marmy leaves to go take care of um, their father, mm-hmm. uh, she asks the, her daughters to still go check on the poor family, the, the woman, the German woman who has the six children. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, and she's constantly telling them to go visit them, bring them things that they need and all that stuff. So yeah, definitely a huge theme and really interesting just how, I mean, it, it makes sense that you would kind of write it's just so interesting, like, reading older books because, like, that's how that's how life was when they were writing this book. So it just yeah. seems like a just seems like a vintage book or like a like a period book that you're reading. But mm-hmm. it was actually their life. Yeah. And I mean, that's the easiest way to write is writing about your own life. And uh huh. And uh, so that's just so it's really cool that t- and, and you really get and especially with how the, the 2019 version movie like kind of ends with joe like writing little mm-hmm. women mm-hmm. and and it also ended like that in in another one right in 1994 did they also uh, yes something similar to that um and that's because at the end of the book which i know you didn't get to um yes. she writes something for beth uh a special tribute to beth and it kind of ends up being the book so it's like it's not explicitly said that, okay. but that is like the intention is that she, when Franz is telling her that she needs to write from her heart, she actually writes these absolutely beautiful poems um, that you'll get to at the end of the book. Um, they're just incredible. I mean, I I really really enjoy them, and and her writing is is really incredible. Um, but so yeah, actually, uh, I was going to tell you the. Uh, the actual author, Louisa May Alcott, did write this book based on her own family and much of the stuff that happened with her own family. Um, there were four sisters in her family. Her father was like a preacher, just like her father, in, like in the in the book. Um, Louisa is Joe, obviously, 
and uh, her older sister was named, um, uh, I, I got to look it up because I don't want to get it wrong, but they all have kind of variations of the, of the name, uh, of their the names of her actual sisters. Um, so she's got, um, let's see, um, Anna was the oldest, which is Meg. And then there's Elizabeth, which is um, one younger than Joe, uh, Beth in the book. And then um, Abigail was the uh, youngest, and she was um, Amy. Amy, yes. So um, it kind of, apparently they all had like nicknames too that were very similar to the book. And um, that's why... uh, she had like that the stories were really of her her sisters and everything that's awesome Mm -hmm. that's amazing yeah it's so cool and it's extremely like you were saying this book is is very important like i know it's like really hard to i mean you just want to put in a corner like this is a woman's book but like this book like changed people's lives and has been because it actually unveiled what it's like to be a woman in this time and not just any woman but like kind of a poorer woman and you know a lot of other books are like a not about poorer women and they don't really get into the um the real life everyday life of these people you know yeah you'd almost even say like your average woman i mean the they weren't they weren't poor but they also weren't rich i mean no no just like yeah middle class i guess you would say and and yeah, it's just it's so. And do do you know if like the the sisters? I mean, if if it was written kind of like, um, if the stories written were about Louisa and her sisters, then I guess all of their personalities would kind of have been the same as well. Yeah, I think that that's the idea. I think they were just very similar because actually throughout the house we saw um, p- drawings all over the walls, like they were uh, covered in plastic so that they would be protected. But um, they were just, like, these beautiful, like, kind of Roman pieces, you know, like, all done in ink um, that were all drawn by the youngest sister, um, a.k.a. Amy, because she was also uh, a talented artist. And she also had all these gorgeous landscapes and beautiful flowers all over the walls, like, actual ones that she made, like, in frames and it was really cool to see that, that they had kept all this stuff in the house because, I mean, they knew it. Little Women was a huge success. Yeah. She paid for her entire family for, like, generations after that, you know? Yeah. Yeah, it's crazy. That's awesome. Mm-hmm. So, kind of segueing into into sisterly affection slash mm. chemistry. Yes, Back yes. to the movie. Back to the BBC series. <laughs> I know, just just a couple more bashings and then we can move on. No, no, it's horrible. We have so many bad things to say about it. I mean, uh, okay, so along with the storyline just like being completely condensed but then stretched so thin, the chemistry between these actors was also just terrible. Yeah. Just Laurie was bad. He was a he bad was, actor. He he, he had was no so chemistry. <laughs> he had no chemistry with anyone. And I'm sorry, Maya Hawk, but she just was not good in this either. Like, no, it, no. 
I didn't like Joe. I didn't like Amy. I think Maya Hawk, like, when she speaks, I think she was, like, trying to be, like, her, like, kind of theatrical self. Like, if she was doing Shakespeare, she, like, put on a on a voice. She was, like, she was always, like, forcing words out of her mouth, you know? Yeah, and it's kind of almost like... I, I feel like my favorite versions, and, and, and we'll kind of, t- maybe we can either just do this now, but I kind of had questions on my notes of, like, who was your favorite Joe? Who was your favorite, you mm-hmm. know, whatever. Um, totally. But I, yeah. but I kind of want to talk about Joe right now and her portrayal. Um, I definitely like when they, when the actors kind of, like, portray her as more, like, subdued and not so caricaturistic. Like, Maya Hawke seemed to kind of, like, mm-hmm. like, make her over the top or over dramatic and and even Katherine Hepburn I didn't like Katherine Hepburn's mm-hmm. portrayal of Joe either I mm-hmm. thought she was a caricature I thought she was too silly to yeah. be like and too like I don't know she didn't seem she didn't seem smart she didn't seem clever like Joe mm-hmm. seems like she's like a she's a strong-headed girl and she like is immature but she's not but she's not like She's not, like, not smart. I don't know. But, like, Captain yeah. Hepburn's, like, portrayal of her, I was not a fan. I did not like it. Um, but I guess the only, um, and, and you mentioned this before when I told you that I started the series, uh, mm-hmm. that pretty much the only character that was really good was Emily Watson as Marmy. But I think, I think the Marmies were great across the board, really. Yeah, I mean, yeah. You really just need a great motherly figure, and I feel like they really chose well with all of these adaptations. Mm-hmm. They definitely did, and, um, yeah. I mean, the one in the, uh, 1933 Little Women was good. I just... She was barely uh, there. She was hardly in the movie yet. The whole movie was, uh, really just about Joe. There, there really wasn't yes. a lot of extra stuff in that movie. It was mostly just Katherine Hepburn and what she's doing. You know, yeah, and then and then the 1994 version seems like it was it was very centered around mm-hmm. all the girls, but just mm-hmm. without Laurie and and Mr. Lawrence. Like I feel like, yeah, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I feel like those are two very important characters that you also need to talk about. I mean, the the girls grow because of them as well, and yeah. because mm-hmm. they like, did did they like sort of? I feel like they like breezed through. Like, Mr. Lawrence gave Beth the piano, but then they never showed, like, her going over and playing the piano at his place. Like, how did you know that they had this, like, special connection and this friendship when they didn't even, when they didn't even develop it? So, that part definitely disappointed me in the 1994 version. Yeah, definitely. Again, it was very focused on Joe. Um, and she is the main character, but there is so, like, I would argue, like, in the, in the book, you know, every sister gets... Uh, except for Beth, really, uh, gets a lot of time. I mean, Beth doesn't really do a lot. She's really kind of like, she's just sickly the entire time. She's sickly the entire book, too. Um, But, you know, I think that, like, even developing her more would have been nice. Like, they kind of did it in the miniseries. I gotta say, like, they really actually tried to uh, get you to know Beth a little bit because she was so shy. And uh, you kind of watch her struggle to walk over to the mr lawrence's house you know so i kind of like that part yeah i'll agree with that yeah um you don't really see a whole lot of that in the new one i mean you do see her playing the piano um but not so much mr lawrence like having too much of a relationship with her um but what, what was the one where when uh joe came home 
uh, Mr. Lawrence was talking to her, and she he was like, oh, I'm really sad about it. Was that the 1994 Little Women? Where, like, she comes up to the gate and then, like, ushers him inside or something? Oh, yes. It yeah. was? Yeah. yeah. yeah okay. Yeah. I'm just, I'm really trying to sort all these things out. You know, there's a lot of Little Women in my head. Whew. I know. I I feel the same way. I'm like, like, was this scene from this movie? You just gotta... <laughs> <laughs> you just gotta re- try to remember. Was it black and white? Was it was Winona Ryder in this in the scene? Like it's so. Oh man. Yeah, and um, uh, they didn't. You know, f- focusing on the other girls, uh, I think was the major major pl- like plus of the new movie about the, the 2019 version. Um, really getting to know all of the girls and the struggles that even, um, of course, Meg feels in in marriage as well is was really great to see. Yeah, which which the, all the other versions really don't talk about at all, um, mm-hmm. and and I and I actually just finished as as I was waiting for Alessandra to come to come back so we could start the episode. I was I was sitting here reading Little Women, <laughs> and I was I was able to finish um, the chapter where Meg tries to cook currant yes. jelly. Yes, the and, jelly. Yeah. And then they have, she has this fight with John because he brings home his friend from work because yeah. she said that he could bring home friends for dinner whenever and she'll be the most happy, accommodating wife. And, yeah. And, uh, and, uh, they, uh, they needed to learn to communicate and not get so, like, angry at each other for, cause you know, she did say you could bring anyone over whenever you want and I'll, uh-huh. just, I'll be ready for them. Uh-huh. And then, you know, the day that she burns her kitchen with currant jelly, black currant jelly, um, she, it, it's very funny. I, I was like, I was like, this is, this is what you, this is what you need to be reading. Yeah, <laughs> I know. What, it's so sweet. <laughs> and, uh, the, the same, I mean, we do see that actually in the miniseries. Remember, she's, she's like trying to make the jelly. Um, she gets really frustrated with the jelly. So I'm glad that they, they have that in that. Um, but what they have in the new movie, the 2019 movie is actually the, the part where they have Meg actually trying to keep up with the Joneses more with whoever's around her. So she wants to look nice. She wants to be nice with all the girls and all the other girls who are um, richer than her. And so she wants to, like, wants to be like them. So she gets influenced to buy some really nice cloth to make a dress um, that they can hardly afford. Um, And that's all in the book. And eventually she tells John, and John's like, well, I'm a little sad that I can't give you the life that you want, you know, and they, they don't really, like, fight. They just kind of have these, like, she feels bad for not being somebody who could resist that, and John feels bad for being somebody who doesn't make a lot of money. Yeah, and I really like this whole, um, like, cause and effect, like, you know, action and then immediate, like, reaction an emotion to things after that. And I really like how the movie kind of delved into this because the book is huge on that. Like, you know, the girls will do something out of out of just their anger or their temper and then they'll immediately regret it. And it's just this, this whole process of, you know, you were angry, so you did this, but then you need to make amends and everything will be better and you're still family and you still love each other. And I feel like the, mm-hmm. the 2019 movie was was very good at portraying this because it just it just made the book that much more real because it's like well yeah I get angry and I say stuff that I don't mean and then you know you need to amend those hurtful words that you said and it's and I really like that it's like it it really helped the characters 
develop and really bring together that community and like the actual relationships that are forming because this is a family and the families are not going to be perfect so mm-hmm. you need to have these quarrels and these these situations that happen yeah definitely definitely it it was it, it a lot of the movies did skip skip over that kind of uh, uh not so great side of things um interesting three of the adaptations showed the whole part with amy um burning the letters and then the of course the 1933 version did not show any of that um hardly any kind of like amy and joe relationship at all um yeah a lot of stuff just didn't seem right in the in the 1933 version like the first party they go to was not Lori's party no, but they call it, but they say it's Lori's party. It was a mess. And like it, it just, it really didn't, it didn't follow the book that much. But like, okay, it so didn't. like, so let's just like say in terms of like, it's an adaptation, right? So you can do whatever the fuck you want. Like, it doesn't have to be exactly like the book, and we're not saying that it should be exactly like the book. Um, but it's like, I think, I think it was a strong movie because it, it came out in a time where like. There weren't a lot of female characters like Joe, and uh, it was a very, like, exciting uh, thing to see somebody like Katherine Hepburn playing such an iconic character, and the way that they want to tell the story is being like, shine the light on Catherine at all times, uh, show how funny and silly she can be, how she can act like a teenager uh, at the drop of a hat, um, who can be very over the top, but uh, I thought she actually, like, kind of had a lot of fun qualities to her that were lacking in some of the other, like, other characters of the Little Women series um, that you see in the book a little bit more, even though she's, like, she flip-flops because she's very emotional. She, like, she gets, she cries, and then she's happy, and then she cries. So it's very similar to that. Um, and so, I mean, I liked Catherine Hepburn. I, th- I thought she was a little bit big at times, but I, I liked her. Yeah, I can definitely agree with with what you say about um, her seeming like she's having more fun. Because, yeah, there are little stories in the book where, you know, her and Lori are, like, racing each other, like, to make it to Mm -hmm. this this one thing at the end of the street. Like, they race each other. They run, yeah, yeah. Yeah, and then the whole, and the, I I was really hoping that there would be a scene kind of like when they did um, that cricket, like, picnic boat thing like when they all went out on the water yeah and like had their little picnic yeah and their little cro- like croquet or cricket game mm-hmm. I, I really wanted to see that scene because it really it like kind of showed the girls out like in a social setting and i kind of wanted to see them reacting or uh yeah reacting with those the british guys yeah with those british guys like I we see that, that in the really... in the 2019 version did we yeah we did okay that's where I, I ne- they're walking on the beach the first time, and it's paralleling between it was the, beach, though. the beach. Yeah, it's like they're paralleling between the beach with Joe and Beth, and Beth is dying. And when they last went to the beach, which like Joe is running on the sand with Lori, and Meg uh, meets John Brooks' friends, and uh, John gets a little bit jealous, and that's when he steals her glove. Um, well, that's what happens in the book, so I think that's also what happens. And then also it happened in the, um, the miniseries as well, because if you remember, Beth, uh, was sitting underneath the shade with that other, that other man, while the other ones were having fun on the boats, and, and Beth was, like, sitting down in the shade, and she managed to talk to that guy, which was kind of big for her. 
Yeah. Okay. Okay. It's it's this, coming back. This stuff is it's really come- good. Like I cemented what is in which one. Like this is what happened. This is what happened because I, you know. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, and I yeah. and I'm just I'm just struggling over here. Um, yeah, it's hard. There's a lot. There's a lot going on. There's so many little stories. So much. So many things. Yeah. Um, I'm trying to think about kind of like kind of like which Lori I I liked the best. I mean, of course, I want to mm-hmm. say Timmy just because just because he's Timmy just because he's Timmy. Oh, um, I love him. I mean, maybe a second would be Christian Bale, but I didn't even really like Christian Bale that much. I didn't either. like him either, dude. Like <sighs> something about him, like he is not the swing kids Christian Bale. He he wasn't like you know he just didn't have that kind of charm to him in in the nineteen ninety four Little Women. And again, he didn't really have that development that you really need. To, yes, to, because I mean. Joe and Lori are so close yep. that you need to develop that. And just some of, the, of some of the other adaptations just did not do that. And so I just could care less about some of these characters. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, so, like, I feel like that's kind of a waste of Christian Bale. Like, I feel like he could have been really great. Yeah, I agree. Um, but just in terms of the writing, which, and the writing. Can we go back to the BBC <laughs> It's a masterpiece PBS version, yes. Okay, so I want to talk about I want to talk about um coinciding uh or comparing the different Amy falling through the ice scenes because oh, yes. there are yes. there are some issues with both the BBC series and the 1994 version. Well, there was, it also happened in the 2019 too. It did, but that yeah. but that one was fine. That 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 one they they did that was they great. did the scene they did the scene fine. Yeah. Yeah. So, in the mini in the mini series, when Amy falls in, Lori, fuck Lori, <laughs> act that actor. I can't yeah. not stand him. Oh my he, god! You know he. <laughs> the The writing for this was also so terrible because he goes up to her and says. Amy, you've got to stop moving. You've got to be very still. And I'm like, she's going to fucking drown if she stands still. Like, what the fuck's wrong with you? You just and didn't just believe like, him when he said that, right? Like, And I, I'm, like, I'm like, why would she stay still? She needs to try to stay above the water. Like, what are you talking about? Yeah. And so that scene, I was like, I was like, this is dumb. And then, <laughs> and then in the 1994 version, that, that scene was fine other than, um, other than the ice was like four inches thick. And she still, <laughs> and she still broke it. Did you see that? Yes, I totally did. I like totally in the did. hole, the ice was so thick. Amy would not have fallen through that. Uh, like, what did you think of of the the Amy played by um, Kirsten Dunst? So, I guess let's segue into because this is so the nineteen ninety four version is the only one that switched actors. Yep. Yep, but only for one, but only for only just for, for Amy. Amy. Yes, because Amy just is supposed Amy. to be quite young. I mean, she's she's supposed to be like nine or so in the beginning. Yeah, the like beginning? she she had yeah, like in the book, like they they say their their ages at the beginning of the book, and it is real. They're very young. Okay, I was try- I was trying to 
I was trying to remember or like notice how like the time difference because like some movies made it seem like it was it was such a long time had passed and then yeah. others like like the newest years, one I think makes it seem like just a couple of years have had passed. Yeah, um, it's it's I think it's three years because that's till the end of the war. Uh, I think what it is is um, uh, Joe. Uh, well, Lori goes to school, so that takes up, like, several years. Um, yeah. Meg and John don't get married until he comes home from the war. So they have to wait, like, a couple years to get married. But didn't he come back a little bit early because he'd gotten wounded? And then was the war yes. still happening? Yes, I think it was. And then um, he, like, got better, and then they got married. I, th- I think that that's what happened. Um... Okay, because I really did like um, Kirsten Dunst as Amy, you know, when she was younger. And, and I really didn't mind the older Amy either. I mean... Mm, I didn't like her. She was... She was... She was fine. She, she was just, fine. She didn't have, like... She just wasn't she, she, fucking she was Florence like, Pugh, man. Like, I just can't... She was a little bit of a, of a boring, like, she was pile of sticks. She super but... boring. That's what I didn't <laughs> like about her. Like, <laughs> I mean... She was so boring. Like, I just, I was like, why do we care about this person? Why is Lori going to marry her? Like, eh. Okay, and then, yeah, I I, want to talk about Lori's and her relationship. So in the book, this happens, right? In the book? Yes. Which you haven't gotten to yet. I know. I know. (laughs) (laughs) I know. Okay. Yeah. Um, Is it... Is it is it pushed this quickly in the book too? No. Because in all the adaptations, it felt very quick. Yeah. This is the okay. This is the problem with with the the structure of a movie of this book because of the fact that so much fun, happy stuff happens like in the beginning of the book, but then we have literally the entire second half of the book is literally all about Amy being in Paris or in in Europe and. Uh, Joe being in New York and then Beth dies. Like, that's the, that's it. Like, so there's a lot of time to sit and ruminate with, uh, um, like, after Meg gets married and everything, the, like, uh, what happens is, like, Amy is in Europe with, with Aunt March. She sees Lori, who's in the throes of getting over Joe. I mean, he is like, it's it's very similar to the 2019 version where he's kind of being a jackass and like really like... Uh, kind of drinking around yeah, and, and like, strut, strutting around. Strutting around because he's, he's really hurting, like so bad. And so like, you can, you read it and you hear it from Amy's point of view and Amy's talking about uh, Laurie in the, le- I think it's like a letters situation and... Um, and so you're hearing it from her perspective as if, like, Lori's not doing so well, all this and that. Um, and then, like, Lori leaves her. Like, he, like, goes away and they keep, they keep, they they actually have a lot of disagreements. Like, they fight a lot in the book. And it's the same as in the movie, uh, obviously. Lori and Amy. Yes, Lori and Amy. And in the. Okay. They fight about similar things from the 2019 movie it's not quite as, like, explicit as Greta has, has written it, um, but it's, like, they're fighting over how stubborn Lori is, they're, they're both stubborn about things, like, they, they have, like, kind of that headbutting 
each other personality kind of thing where because because in the book she's still she's still like um betrothed to mm-hmm. who well, whatever fred, that, that fred. guy and that she yeah, hasn't fred said who... yes to fred but they know he's around and and laurie's like you shouldn't marry fred like he says this to her and she's like why not he would i all i care about is having a comfortable life why would you think that you know, I don't want a comfortable life. I, I, my, that's my only choice in life is to decide that for myself, right? And that's yeah. what they fight about. It's like a very similar situation to the one in the movie. And that goes on for a little bit. And then they have a period where they don't talk. They're, they're writing letters to each other. Uh, and in that period that they don't talk, you know, Amy is uh, just devastated by Beth's death. And then he visits Amy. And, and the last time that he visits her... They're kind of like it's so sweet in the book because they're they're co- finding comfort in each other, and they're finding comfort in the fact that they both kind of think that this is what's best for the two of them, and they like go out on a boat, and they're out in the middle of the boat, and then Laurie's like, I I gotta find it because it's it's so so sweet. He like is with her and they're talking together and he's on the boat and he's like well you know maybe we could make this last forever and she's like yeah i want it to last forever (laughs) and that's how they them just being on the boat yeah but they're like we can be together forever or something similar to to that um and it's it's very sweet and it's very special and it's 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 about it's not really like she's the second choice for him, you know, it's kind of like they actually do have a lot of chemistry, and they do really um, get along very well. Well, that's good. I'm excited to get to that part then, um, because yeah, I feel like BBC had it right when trying to make a series out of this, but maybe it just needed it needed to be longer, or it just needed to be written better. I mean, there's just because yeah, I would have loved to see like an episode, like 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 a long, like hour long episode, like just about. Lori and Amy. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I, I found I found a Getting part to where they know each other and falling in love, basically. Yeah, I I had a, a I, I found a really good part. This is the part I was talking about. Some one of their conversations. Um, uh, Lori sits up and he goes, "Now I'm going to play brother and ask questions. May I?" And Amy goes, "I promise. I don't promise to answer. Your face will if your tongue won't. You aren't women of the world yet enough to hide your feelings, my dear." I've heard, I've heard rumors about Fred and you last year, and it's my private opinion, if he had not been called home so suddenly and detained so long, something would have come of it, hey? That's not for me to say, was Amy's prim pl- reply, but her lips would smile, and there was a traitorous sparkle of the eye, which would shade that she knew her power and enjoyed the knowledge. You are not engaged, I hope? And Laurie looked very elderly brotherly all of a sudden. No, but you will be if he comes back and goes properly down on his knees, won't you? Very likely. Then you're fond of old Fred. I could be if I tried. But you won't intend to try till the proper moment? Bless my soul, what an earthly prudence. He's a good fellow, Amy, but not the man I'd fancy you'd like. He's rich, a gentleman, and has delightful manners, began Amy, trying to be quite cool and dignified, but feeling a little ashamed of herself in spite of the sincerity of her attentions. So they, that's the kind of, like, back and forth I'm talking about. Like, they're really, like, trying to get at each other, like... He's like, I don't think you would like that, Amy. And she's like, you don't know what I don't fucking like. They're like, they're like trying to get each other to say that they like, that they like the other person. Yeah. Like, but that's, and that's what the movie does so brilliantly. Like she, 
she's like sitting there and he's like, I don't think you should marry Fred. And he's like, she's like, you don't get to fucking tell me that. You don't get to tell me that I shouldn't marry Fred because I've loved you my whole life and I don't want to be second to Joe. And it's, it's awesome. She's so cool. Yeah, it was like a very, it was a very impactful and emotional scene. I just, it just felt like it came out of nowhere because I was like, whoa, these two, like, these two are friends? Like, I yeah. Just, yeah. I don't know. It was just so out of the blue. Yeah. I mean, I feel like they kind of tried to develop it, but it, it was just the fact that you didn't see them for a little bit. In Greta's version, it's flipping back and forth between the beginning and the end, which which was a very good choice, I think. Well, yeah, and a lot of the stuff that you, like, if you listen very carefully, because uh, we brought up a couple episodes ago that um, kind of a theme that we were seeing in these movies coming out this year was that the characters will, like, talk kind of over each other and like all talk at once and and you know that's a very family thing to do like it's a very sisterly thing to do just people all have their thoughts and their feelings they just need to all say at once (laughs) and so and like I I barely caught it and um but yeah they she did kind of try to hint it in here and there that at least Amy had a crush on Lori because in yeah. the scene where she gets her foot stuck in that plaster, she says, I'm making a mold to <laughs> for, give, for to give my foot imprint to Lori. Yeah. Like, she says it's it so very quickly. Funny. Yeah. And you just have to say it. And then I, I got to that part in the book. I, I was like, when they were just kind of going through all of Amy's, like, crafts and, like, art art uh, phases that she was going through. Like, she was like, yeah. And then one time she tried to make a foot mold and then her foot got stuck and the, <laughs> par- the family came home to her I screaming know. upstairs. It was so like, funny. Like, it had nothing to do with Lori, but the fact that she just, like, quickly put that in there was like, oh, Amy's just making a foot imprint of herself because that's just what Amy does. Because yeah. she, like, just has these, she just has these whims that she needs to do, and which is great because that that's a great, like that's that's exactly how I would see Amy as like a very like busybody, constantly changing hobbies, but still keeping to like that artistic, artistic uh, center and really being able to express herself creatively. Like, but just not really knowing what to do with herself. She's too young to really do anything, so she just like she's not out in society. She can't really go to parties. Yeah, she's 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 not even in school anymore because no. she like got taken out because of the <laughs> so. limes and the the drawing. So. Yeah, so, it, yeah, I I really enjoy how Amy was kind of portrayed, because she's kind of just portrayed as, like, a hoity-toity, like, mm-hmm. just, like, whiny. posh girl, yeah. whiny, in the other ones. Where yeah, here, totally. Like, yeah, she's whiny, but she at least seems to have purpose and focus, and it's yeah. not just, it's not just being rich, it's it's being yeah. artistic and living comfortably. Having, just... having a purpose and not just being, like, a mother, which is, like, what, yeah. you know, like... And and that's okay. Like, what, what it says about being a, a real feminist is just, like, what a Meg says. Like, I have dreams that are different than yours, and just because they're different doesn't mean they're not good. Like, uh, Meg wants to be a mother. She wants to care for people, and that's... She wants to be a good wife. And, you know, even though she struggles with it, that's her... That's what she wants for herself, and that's that's totally okay. Like, you can have all these different ambitions, um, and and... It, just because her dream is different than mine doesn't mean it's wrong. You know, it's it's very beautiful. Yeah, very wonderfully said. And again, which is why I feel like the Greta does such a great job just like really bringing these messages out and showing them where I feel like some of the other adaptations are just kind of like 
this scene's fun. Let's just throw it in there. Don't really know what it's trying to say, but like Greta like digs deep into the scene and is like, what's really being said? Like what emotions are really being felt? And then let's like draw those out and make them apparent. Like it's just so much more meaningful and just more impactful. It is very, very impactful. It's it's amazing. I found another quote that I really like uh, that Louisa wrote. I just, it's so, she's so great. It is, I really enjoy this book. I like, and I'm reading for my 150th anniversary edition that I bought at Orchard House. Um, it's chapter 41. It says, Amy's lecture did Laurie good, though, of course. He did not own it till long afterward. Men seldom do. For when men, when women are advisors, the lords of creation don't take the advice till they have persuaded themselves that it's just what they intended to do. Then they act upon it, and if it succeeds, they give the weaker vessel half the credit of it. If it fails, they give generously give her the whole. <laughs> Basically, wow. like, that is the most, like, wonderful description of man I have ever heard. Like, they're just like, women can be right, I guess. <laughs> you know, like... It's so true. Yeah. And he was thinking, because Amy says that she despises him, and it's like, because she, she doesn't like what he has to say, because he's being a fucking brat. And, it, you know, and he thinks about it, and he's like, you know what? Amy's right. <laughs> it's yeah. it's very sweet. Um, oh, I found also the part where they're um, on the lake, and it, it, where he, he asks her to marry him. Um, they're that they're they're rowing in a boat and they're doing it together and and Amy says how well we put we pull together don't we said Amy who objected to silence just then and then Lori says so well that i wish we might always pull in the same boat will you Amy very tenderly yes Lori very low they both stopped rowing and unconsciously added a very pretty little tableau of human love and happiness to the dissolving views reflected in the lake. Oh, that's nice. It's so sweet, and none of the adaptations did it. <laughs> we just got that stupid boat thing from the miniseries, like where they were putting the little paper boats in the water. Uh, yeah. Let's uh, let's talk about the other kind of love interest that's in this story that also kind of throws me for a loop is a uh, is a uh, Professor Bear. Oh my god! I can't believe we haven't even mentioned him. Oh Jesus Christ! Frederick, okay. Frederick <sighs> Bear. The many adaptations, the many faces of of Frederick Bear. Fred Frederick Bear. <sighs> so. Why do the other two adaptations make him look so old? Because in the book, you haven't even met him yet. Um, I, no, I have not. <laughs> <laughs> he comes so late in the book. So he actually is described as kind of old, kind of ugly, and just like a generally kind of like normal looking dude. That's like how he's described. So... Okay, which because... I mean, the actor in the nineteen ninety four version. I mean, I mean, he's, I liked him. he's very handsome. He's yeah. very handsome. G- Gabriel Byrne, like he he was definitely older, but he was still at least very handsome. I yeah, the the guy in the miniseries did look pretty normal looking. Uh, yeah, I liked him too. Um, he he was okay. Yeah, I I did like uh, the one with Catherine Hepburn. Actually, I thought that they had really good chemistry. 
Yeah, I'll agree with that. Um, the way that they kind of took it was a little strange, but I also, I like the end of the Catherine Hepburn one as well, when they're standing outside her door in the rain, um, and he's kind of like, like flummoxed and he can't get his words out and it's, it's quite sweet. Um, but the new one, like that guy, he was too handsome. He just, he was way too attractive. Like he just really shouldn't be that attractive. He was, yeah, the one in the 2019 version. Yeah. Yeah. He like, was uh... very, very handsome. And and then again, the way they kind of, like, spend it. I know you said, like, at the very end, it kind of turned out as, like, Joe writing Little Women. Yes. Um. But in real life, that's the way it went. Like, in real life, that's the same thing that happened in the movie, where the... The publisher said you have to write Joe get married in the end. Because Louisa didn't want her to get married. And Louisa herself never got married. Okay. All right. So, okay. So, Professor Bear was kind of, like, just thrown in there. Yes. Well, I mean, P- Professor Bear could have been a real person, but but, may- but maybe they, they never got married. And, uh, and yeah. so then it kind of, like, gets twisted at the end to where, like, oh, well, I let him go, but then it's like, you need her to get married, and then she's like, all right, and then it kind of, yeah. like, just yeah. the sisters does this very dramatic, this very fast editing, yeah. yeah, very dramatic editing, and then they're like, oh, they're married. Yeah, it's, um, it's or, good. Or they're it together. Was, yeah, because it made it so it was, like, maybe not believable, like, does that really happen? Like, <laughs> you know, like... Yeah. And, like, did all this really happen? Did this happen? Did... Yeah. Did she end up with the guy? Is the guy even real? Like, yeah, that seemed... Which, which I guess also makes sense if the guy was just like drop dead gorgeous. Like, okay, he's too he's too gorgeous for this to be real. Like, maybe he just wasn't real. Like, I the other adaptations are all of kind of a much older man. Um, yes, and that is how it. I mean, in the book, he's described as older, but it's like, you know, it was like, but like thirty. How old? Maybe? Like, yeah, like probably like, over thirties. Yeah, so it's like because. Because at that point, how old how old is like Joe? Is she like in her Joe's early twenties? Like, yeah, Joe's Mid- like twenty two or something like that. Something. So maybe so maybe he's like thirty. Um, I think Joe's I mean, actually he, a little older than that. Yeah, he so? he's like over thirty. I think that that's what they're talking about with somebody who's like older. Um, you know, which is weird because, like, every actor who's played John is definitely over 30. <laughs> uh, like, especially in the miniseries, we've got uh, the, um, what's his name? The uh, John in the miniseries was Julian Morris, who I'd seen him in some other stuff, and I actually saw him in person once. Um, remember when I worked for Relativity and I got to go to see that movie on the roof that you came to me with? Yes. The first one that I went to, he was there. Oh, okay. And he, he was in which version? Um, he was in the, uh, the miniseries where he married Meg. Um. Oh, oh, oh. Okay, okay. Let me see. And okay, he, he yeah. was actually in it quite a bit, and him and Laurie are, like, much more buddy-buddy in that. Um, and, like, we get we get to see their relationship, too, which is nice. Yeah, that was nice. And, uh, and before, before I saw the movie, 
of the, the 2019 movie, um, I was, like, barely into the, like, I, I wasn't barely into the book. I was maybe almost halfway through, but I don't think I'd gotten to the point where we find out that Mr. Brooke takes Meg's glove. Oh, yeah. And, <laughs> and, and so, so up until I saw the movie, I thought Mr. Brooke was, like, an old man. Yeah. I mean, and so then, so then when I watched the movie, I was like, "Oh, I was like, oh, he's uh, actually a young guy." Yeah, it, it <laughs> did. It, it took me a, a minute to did like they ever describe him? put it together that he was like in the book. Like I had, I was like trying to. I was like, okay, Mister Bro, out of nowhere. Yeah, well, because he's he's Laurie's tutor, and I just for some reason yeah. I just like did not put that together, and that Mister Brooke was the one who showed him to all those British men uh, on the beach, and. Like, all that stuff. He was always there. And I just, like, I ha- I was like, I don't, I don't know. Uh. Yeah. And, and even at that scene, like, Mr. It was like, oh, Mr. Brooke went with us to the, to our picnic boat cricket thing. Yeah. yeah. The croquet thing. And I was like, oh, an old, an old man's coming? Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I did not... Yeah, I just thought he was like this older because like he's a tutor. I was like, okay, he's just an yeah. old man. He's an old he's an old man tutor. Like, and he right, also whatever. like accompanies um, Marmy to go visit uh, the dad too. So yeah, it's uh, yeah he's he's kind of a weird person, and I did really like him in the new one because he's he's in that um, he's like you know another random hot British dude because there's no Americans in yeah. this movie apparently. Um, yeah, what else? James Norton. James Norton, James Norton yes. James he's in that James show. Um, he looks familiar. Oh, he's in Bell. Yes, he's in Bell. He's also in Grandchester. He's like the hot priest oh. in that, apparently. He's also in War and Peace. I wanted to yeah. watch that one with, uh, with, with what's her name? Cinderella. What's her name? Yes. Now you're going to make me click on The one who's in Yesterday. Yes, yes, I know. Lily James. <laughs> And also Mamma Mia. Um, And Mamma Mia. (laughs) Yeah. So. Yeah, I liked him. I liked him too. Oh, also, can I just say, I'm really sad that we didn't get the, uh, the scene with, uh, I mean, I know we're, we're bashing on a little, the miniseries, but I just keep bringing up things I liked about it. I really loved Angela, Angela Lansbury because she had that scene. She was so great. She was so funny with her bird. Oh my God. She just like kills me. She was so, so in, cute. In the book, she had a bird, right? Yeah. In the book, and was the miniseries the only version for her to have a parrot? I think so. I, I really think so. And she—it's also the only series where. She, oh no, that's not true. the The nineteen thirty three version had this, but um, she yes. is yeah, had the parrot. She no, she overhears um, uh, Meg saying to John that she or no she like. What happens is Aunt March goes in and tells Meg, uh, I, I don't want you to marry John after she just kind of turned down John. Um, yeah. And then she's like, yeah. that's so stupid. He has no money. You're, you're going to fail this family. And she like goes on a rant and she does it in the miniseries and it's hilarious. And that's exactly why Meg like turns around and goes, well, actually, I want to marry John. <laughs> And it, it's really cute because that's also in the book where she's just like, because um, because Aunt Marge kind of like really didn't like it. She's like, this is this is the reason why I'm going to marry John. Because, <laughs> yeah, she just defies her to like just to defy her. But I mean, I'm, I, 
I'm sure she she really loved Johnny. No, she did. She was denying it a lot, but she did. Like she wanted to she wanted to do it, but also Joe was like trying to tell her like I don't want you to get married. She goes, "Don't worry, Joe. I'm not going to get married anytime soon." Which it's like it's so interesting watching those scenes because I I feel like quite a few adaptations kind of had a scene like that where Aunt March would kind of listen or barge in and then give her opinion and then Meg would turn around and and fall for John anyway. Mm-hmm. It's it's interesting because this is like her first love and the, the scenes were almost very awkward because I was like, do you like him? Like, are you yeah. just like doing like I was yeah. very confused, especially when when I read it in the book. I uh-huh. was like, I was like, oh, do you it's even confusing. like John? You just. Yeah. You just said that because of what Aunt March said. Like, what? Do you even like this guy? No, like, she it's does. So interesting, but it's like Joe doesn't really understand it, and she never really understands it. Um, especially in the book. Remember when Laurie writes that letter from like he pretends that it's John who said "I love you, Meg," uh, and yes. it was Laurie who did it, and and it was like really scandalous that Laurie would like t- played this prank on Meg, and he was like, "I'm so sorry." Um. <laughs> yeah, I mean, thinking back, a lot of, like, little seeds were planted, and, you know, once you kind of, like, plant the seed, feelings definitely grow. I mean, once once she finds out that the glove was taken, and then, and then yeah, that letter, those those letters happen, and, like, it's it was bound to happen. I mean, what what other guy was was coming to see her <laughs> yeah it's it's there's, true there's no one else courting her like no no other suitors another scene i really liked was when she had the twins um the the way that i kind of unveiled the twins in the book was they're like lori we have something to show you and they're like hold out your hands and lori's like standing there with everyone around him and he holds out his arms and they put and they put the babies in his arms and they're like, okay, open your eyes. And he opens and he sees two babies and not one baby. And it, it's like, and Lori's like, oh my God. <laughs> like, yeah, he's like, there's two of them. And it's like the, the sweetest reaction in the book. And they didn't do it any of the adaptations. <laughs> no, I mean, they kind of did avert something like that kind of with John, I think, where they like kind of lifted the the bat like they lifted something off of a basket and they were both sitting in there yeah, or something. They did. Or... It was so yeah, yeah, yeah. Like the two babies. Which, which, like... which is sweet to do for yeah. for John because he's the dad. And, yeah, yeah. Um but yeah, it's, so they kind of did something like that, but not for Lori. But yeah. Yeah, I remember reading that part in the book. And they mentioned like the like Marmy's like uh like Meg's like, Marmy, how did you do this four times? And she goes well, I didn't have to do two at a time. <laughs> like, true. It's harder. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah, so it's, it's really yeah. cute. <laughs> and it, and let's and let's just talk about let's just talk about Laura Dern for a little bit. Okay. I mean, she's just <laughs> she's just a magical like unicorn and I just love her so much. Um yeah. And she was such a great, again, all all these marmies were very great. I mean, yeah. she's really just a loving mother that the girls can go to for advice. And I, and I love when they have those, those like, scenes. some of the scenes can seem a little like campy or cheesy with mm-hmm. marmy, but mm-hmm. you know, I mean, that's just, that's just your mom. Like you, you, you love your mom. You, you ask your mom for advice and you just these these types of like cheesy situations just like kind of happen because it's just like yeah and uh we and both we both saw this movie with our moms didn't we 
We sure did. Yes, we did. I saw it with my yeah, own marmy. Sure <laughs> saw it with my marmy. <laughs> I'm getting like yeah. That, that's like the cheesiness that I I I love. I'm like I get to go to a movie with my mom. Yeah, and, and she remembers reading the book, and and she really liked the movie. Um, I really got to see this movie again. Every time I think about it, I'm just like, <laughs> yeah, just like, I, f- I felt like I missed stuff. Like I, I also really like how how the new movie, the 2019 movie, was kind of laid out. Where I felt it would, like felt like it was very different from mm-hmm. the other adaptations, which mm-hmm. was how they kind of set the movie kind of already in the future, and then kind of tied in scenes from the past mm-hmm. um, that, that kind of led them to the present, the future or whatever, um, which I, I really enjoyed that a lot. Lots of um, parallels, like yes. wonderful parallels and stuff that you don't really realize, uh, but Greta did, you know, reading the book and putting these things together, putting the themes together, like so expertly. And and yeah, I mean, there could definitely be something that happens in the in the same place, but just at different points of of time in their life because they really don't. I mean, other than Amy going to Europe and and uh, Joe going to New York, they kind of stay where they're at mm-hmm. for a majority of the book until they kind of grow up and and are allowed to kind of travel with their with their companions. Mm-hmm. Um, so so it just it just makes sense that like you would kind of draw these parallels like with the with the beach scene we were talking about earlier where we kind of go there with Beth's final visit to the beach plus the fun day they had at the beach long ago like yeah yeah it's, yeah it's all very relevant and it's all still very like emotional those like parallel scenes that you see yeah and they they parallel Beth's death uh obviously when she almost died um yeah. the first time which is when she dies the second time and it's it's great to stick that like in the same vein of like this is basically two novels um two kind of similar things happening uh and the the whole walking downstairs and seeing Laura Dern alone and crying was just heartbreaking yeah i I almost broke down because I hadn't even gotten to that part in the book. And I was like, what? But you, like, like, knew that Beth died. So, like... No, I didn't. I didn't know. What? When I went went and saw the movie, I literally (gasps) knew nothing. Alessandra, I knew nothing about Little Women. Didn't even know about Amy and Laurie? No. I didn't. Oh, my God. What What a time for you. Which, I, which, I learned you know this what? all reading it. I didn't know. Which, which you know what? I heavily enjoyed only reading half the book before seeing the movie. Yeah. Like, I was glad that those... Because, you know, you uh, in the beginning, you get a lot of the filler. So w- when they when they had... It was it was a great experience, actually. I'm actually super glad I didn't finish the book before going. <laughs> because... Good, good. Because, especially with the way that the, that the movie was laid out. Because like, it started off in, in all of the scenes that I hadn't read. Yeah. So I was still... So I, I was still kind of kind of taking things in as they happened, but then when they had the little flashbacks to the scenes that I'd already read, mm-hmm. they it made them that much more meaningful because I already knew these characters. I already felt for these characters. And so when I was seeing these new things happening to them that I hadn't read yet, it all came as much more of a surprise and, and you know, much more sad. Aw, like, yeah. Like, I, like, I mean, if I, if I knew Beth died already, I probably wouldn't have been as sad as I was in the theater because mm-hmm. I was like, what the fuck? Beth dies? Like, shit, man. <laughs> oh, and, ouch. 
And then, and then, yeah, and then it, it just made watching, like, the piano scene with Mr. Lawrence, uh, Uncle Lawrence, like, that much more, like, just heartfelt because I just, I'd already, I already knew it was going to happen, but when, like, actually seeing it, like, and kind of knowing how the characters were feeling at this point, like, I don't know, I, I really, I really liked that it turned out that way. <laughs> That's great. I'm, I'm so glad that you enjoyed it. <laughs> Um, you know, what kind of spoiled it for me was even before I read the book, there's a Friends episode, uh, where Joey and, um, uh, Rachel exchange books, and Rachel has to read The Shining, and Joey has to read Little Women, because it's their favorite books. And oh. there's, there's a part where they get mad at each other, and they're shouting things in, in Central Perk at each other like what happens in the books and joey gets like so mad because <laughs> because she can see screams uh rachel screams annie marries laurie and then <laughs> and then joey's like don't say anything don't say anything else and then he kind of like says a, a shining um thing like spoiler he was like, dead all along or something. Like, yeah they were throwing spoilers at each other and then another one that she says it's like the the real twist of the knife is when Rachel goes, Beth dies. <laughs> and oh. then Joey like Joey like breaks down. He like can't handle it. <laughs> oh no. It's very oh, funny. You should we should watch the clip. It's very funny. Oh man, I mean I've I've definitely seen that episode, I guess, because I watched all of Friends, but yeah, I Yeah, but not it remember, you didn't retain it at all. I no, know. I did not. Yeah. I just remember it and I thought it was really funny. And for the, um, the most part of it, I thought that Lori and Joe were going to get married. And I was like, they're so cute together, you know. And then it turns out. Yeah. No. I, yeah. At, at some points, I was like, I wonder why they really did. They didn't. They didn't just get together. But then I was like, all right. Well, Joe seems very set in her ways. And she doesn't. She doesn't have to if she doesn't feel like it. I mean, and then, of course, you have Lori being like, well, we'll like, you know, we'll we'll figure it out. We'll learn to love each other. And yeah. She's like, I don't fucking deal with that yeah like, just like i don't think so i don't i don't like you like that like just yeah just get away from me the best fight and, uh, was was with shersha and and timmy because shersha like really gets to the to the heart of it she like really tells him like this is not gonna work out i don't feel that way about you and this is not something that like i can change and i wish i could change it and i know you're really sad and i don't want to hurt you but this is how it is and Trisha does a great job of convincing you of that. Yeah, and I also feel like the Catherine one was pretty good too, even though I really didn't like the Lori in in that movie. Mm-hmm. Um, I I feel like that scene with her under the tree, like after after John and Meg get married, um, she did a pretty good job with that too, because she's like you. Yeah. Definitely felt that she was sad, but she was like, I could never love you like, like I could never like you like that. Like I love you like a brother. Like mm-hmm. that's not. It's mm-hmm. never gonna happen. I'm sorry, and. But again, the, you have to have a good Lori yeah. to do that part, and I feel like the Lori in that version just was not that good either. Uh, the Christian Bill, when they were having that scene, I just did not believe him. I, I mean, it just was the writing to me. Like they tried really hard, but like Winona, she she had a lot of good parts, and she was she's a very strong Joe. Um, it just she I didn't understand why she didn't love Lori because it was like clear to me that she did, uh, it just, it was a little bit hard to see that that's what Joe wanted. Like, I didn't think that they really, like, put it out there so much with her. Well, yeah, and then especially, I don't know if it's, 
it's probably in the 2019 version where that where uh joe almost has that that part where she like she misses laurie so much that she hasn't seen him yeah it almost seems like she turns and is starting to fall in love with him yeah but then he's already married to amy at that point like, it it's, almost seems like she changed her mind. It seems that way, but then she tells Marmy, I'm just so lonely. And I think it's because, yeah, like, true. it. she does that in all the series. She's just like, I just feel like if he came back, I would say yes, just because I'm so lonely right now. And, like, she, she had nobody. Beth died. Like, she had Marmy and, like, right. Meg, kind of. But, like... And her dad. Yeah. yeah, but she's just, like, up in her attic all the time just writing and she just had no connection you know that the, the yeah. connection that she really loved was the one with with uh bear who intellectually uh made her feel so loved and and included um because he he saw that she could be such a great writer and that they both really were compatible in that sense yeah um another chapter i recently read that i really enjoyed was um was when Amy wanted to invite her art friends over for like yes. a little yes. picnic. Yeah, they're and... all bitchy. <laughs> well, they, they just they just never came. Yeah, I mean, no, only yeah, one they're... came, right? It was like one person. Yeah. yeah, yeah, only one girl came, but she wanted to make them like you know a very fancy feast. And, you mm-hmm, know, she had some mm-hmm. money saved up from some, I don't know. Was she like selling art or something? Like yeah. somehow, yeah, Amy she... had a bunch of money. Well, because on hand. what she did was she actually she sold her art at like the little craft fair, and like uh, she told Lori about it, and she was like, "Lori, nobody came yesterday, and I hope people come tomorrow." And Lori's like, "Okay," and then he tells all of his friends to come and buy Lori's or to buy Amy's art. Oh, did I, did I miss that part? It's kind of like a small part. It's right, like, it's around the time when she's planning that little, like, um, thing. Okay, maybe, maybe I missed it. Um, but yeah, and then, you know, we kind of learn a bit more about Amy, um, and even Joe, because, you know, she's asking her, her family for help to, you know, make this food and set everything up and make everything look all fancy for her rich friends, and, and, and Joe's just like, why bother? People are terrible. Like, just let them do it. Yeah. And, and she's, and, you know, Amy's like, well, that's what you like, Joe, but I actually want to make friends and mm-hmm. have, and have people around. And it's like, <laughs> yeah. And, and Joe's like, all right, I respect that. Like, it's, it's just, <laughs> yeah. But then, but then again, like, you have all these lessons, like, you know, Amy goes through all this, you know, she yeah. spends all of her money to do this. Only mm-hmm. one girl ends up coming. They have a good time and she probably makes a friend out of it, but you know, just all these little lessons that the girls learn. Like, it's very, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. it's all very meaningful. I, I wish more of them could fit into the movie or, again, into, like, a series, maybe. Because I, I want to see more of these little stories, like, in, like, visually, in person. Definitely. They are so sweet. And, th- like, every little vignette is so, so adorable. You could just have, like, a tiny, yeah, like, small little stories about about this day of the March Sisters and this day. And that's kind of, like what Louisa was was putting out there while also eventually having like a large story interweaved through it. Yeah. Again, I love love the way the story is is written out. It's it's very special. Um do we have much more to say about this or do uh, we uh... I really loved the costumes um in the of which one? Some some of the costumes were pretty yeah, were pretty great. the the ni- uh, the nineteen ninety four one was pretty nice. Um, 
I really liked the set decoration and the house. Um, I would say that it was pretty great in the miniseries in terms of like, especially for um, Aunt March's house. I thought that was really great. And yeah. the, uh, but I think that the new movie just excelled in every way in terms of costume design, production design, um, the kind, the music was, I mean, amazing, just brought out to life so many, so many things. Um, and I just thought that the, I would wear everything that they were wearing in the, in the new movie. It was so gorgeous. Yes, but I loved what Amy wore. I just mm-hmm. loved everything, like, especially when, when Florence, or when Amy goes to Europe, like, I love all of her, like, light blue. Like, I love baby blue right now. That is my color. Yeah, and she wears and, a lot of that. And she wears a lot of baby blue, and I'm just like, oh my god, I want. <laughs> and uh, and then we have all the very nice suits that, that the men wear. Uh, Lori's, Lori's gray suit is, like, very, is very adorable. Um Timmy, Timmy looks very dashing in it. They said that the uh, design for Joe was meant to be more masculine. So, you know, she wears a lot of uh, ties and layers and coats. And vests. Um, and vests, yeah. And, yeah. and for Timmy, for Lori, he was actually meant to be much more feminine. Uh, and so they kind of gave him a lot of flowy shirts, a lot of, like, just looser clothing like warmer color clothing than with joe uh and that made him seem even more feminine than he he's doing in any of the other ones really i mean i I, christian bale kind of kind of was like that too but um yeah it it impacted it a lot i love the scene where uh where where timmy's helping amy take off her apron it just was Oh. There was there was just so much sexual tension in that scene. I know, and just there, I was like, "What the fuck is happening?" And and like she's like, "That's red," and he's like, has to. It's like, oh my god, it's like he's undressing her or something. It's it's yeah, it's like so well done, so so much tension between them. Oh god, I love Timmy so much. He just, my god, <laughs> this is a great great yeah. movie. <laughs> such a great movie. I need, I need to go watch it again. Oh, man. So great. Yeah, I just loved everybody. I I, I just thought Shersha was just so great, and you know, Joe's not even my favorite character. Amy is. Like, I don't know why. I just think Amy's great. Like, I, I'm a big fan. Um, I like Meg, too. <laughs> I, think, I think I connect with Meg a lot, and I took a BuzzFeed quiz, and I got Meg as Who's Your Little Women, so... You took the quiz and you didn't send it to me, Alessandra? Oh, I should send it to you. <laughs> you always send me those. I know. I think it's because you hadn't <laughs> seen the movie yet or something. I don't know. Maybe. Maybe. Yeah. Maybe that's it. I've, I've been very slow through very slow through this whole ordeal. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. But that was, uh, that was Little Women. Let's look at these. Let's look at these plot keywords. And the new one? Uh, yeah, I mean, I figured that would just be the new one. <laughs> yeah. Let's see. Oh, they even wrote IMDb in, like, the weird, like, tall and, tall and short, like, you know, letters of the, of Little Women. Do you see that? No, I don't. It's, it's not on mine. It's just a regular page. I'm sorry. 
What? Uh, yeah, I don't. I don't have like a fun page. Do you have a fun page? What? Well, yeah. If if you go to the Little Women twenty nineteen, this like this like whole big like Little Women page like like pops up. You know how they have those new banners, those yeah. new, like, moving banners and stuff. Yeah. Yours isn't doing that. No, mine's just like a normal page. Oh man. <laughs> Let me try I'm it with sorry. Safari. I'll see if it'll come up. Yeah, yeah. Maybe try that. Um, all right, I'm gonna read these plot keywords. Okay. So we've got aspiring writer, death oh, of sister. It's normal on here too. Sorry, Dan, don't read these plot keywords before you watch the movie. Fucking oh spoilers, God, man! Right? That's a major spoiler. Death, whoa, death of sister, falling through ice. Okay. Oh yeah, but then you think it's because she fell through ice, so that's just wrong. <laughs> Poverty, New York City. Okay. Oh my God, today, Emily. I was what? I was in the bathroom and I had just seen the gentleman, and there was these two girls that were like talking in the bathroom and I think they had seen the same movie as me. But one of them said, "Oh my god, it was so funny." She goes, "Um, did you see Little Women?" And the other one's like, "Uh, yeah, I did actually." And then she's like, "Oh, what was it about?" And she's like, "It's about uh." It's about this girl who's a writer, and then she has a sister who is really similar to her, Joe, Joe, and Amy, and and then the girl's like, "Well, what time does it take place? Is it like a modern movie?" And she goes, "It's yeah, it's like modern." And she's she's like, she's like, "Well, what time was it made? Like, what is it a period piece?" And she goes, "It's like in the eighteen hundreds." And the girl's like, "The eighties?" And she's like. I don't think it's the 80s. And then the girl's like, do they have, like, cell phones or something? And she goes, I wasn't really paying attention to that. <laughs> that it sounds like you weren't paying attention to anything. I was like, what? Like, the first off, she's like, the 1800s. And I'm like, uh, okay, you're getting there. You're real close. And then she's like, the 80s. And I'm like, what? The 80s? <laughs> the 80s? What? what are you talking about? Yeah, it was... It's like, yeah, it's kind of modern. Like, what? I mean, I guess the telling is, but there's no cell phones. Like, I don't know what this girl was talking about. Oh, sounds like she just was not paying attention to this movie at all, and she had no no right to tell this other girl what the movie was about. She she had no idea. She really didn't even know. (laughs) Ooh, there's a plot keyword, uh, book binding. That's, uh, that's very... Yes. Uh... Oh, uh, speaking of the uh, the the title, you know, I had seen the title of the book because, like, the the title of the movie and everything, and also the the main titles for the movie uh, and all of the press and stuff is like this kind of jagged little women looking thing, and I didn't really understand that. That's actually like until I visited the house, um, I was looking, and of course they have first editions of Little Women all over the house. Uh, and I was, like, looking at them and stuff. Though the title was actually the very same um, font and style uh, as this movie. So, like, the first edition looked exactly like the one in the movie where she it gets printed on top of it and everything. Um, yeah. And it's, like, of course, in the movie it says by by Joe March, but in, in real life it's Louisa May Alcott. But, like, it looked exactly like that. Like, the same kind of jagged um, letter treatment was, was done. I, I was so excited. I, I, like, saw it, and I was like, oh, my God, it's the same. 
that's cool. So kind of like with the with the extra long like letters and stuff here. Yeah, and there. yeah. Like it, that's the way it looks in the first edition of the book. So I thought that was pretty awesome. Oh, that is awesome. You know, yeah. All right, let's look at these Metascores. Now, of course, we're not going to do any, we're not going to talk about the Oscars and any, any theories right now. This is, uh, that's purely for next week. Yeah. Um, so let's just look at the Metascores and just, just, just have a good old time talking about, talking about Little Women and these amazing Metascores, because it got a 91! Woo! I didn't even check the Metascore. Oh, I love it. I love it. Oh, man. This is great. Let's Which one see. do you want to read, Emily? Hmm. Hmm. Okay, I'm going to watch. I'm going to read this IGN one. They gave it an 88. Uh, Gerwig mostly plays it safe with this adaptation, but a stellar cast and her impressive directorial eye mean that it's a total joy to watch. I mean, what would... Like, what would you do to not play it safe? I mean, this isn't like a mod. This isn't like yeah. The story isn't like that um, radical. Baz Luhrmann doing Great Gatsby. <laughs> like, uh, and even then, that wasn't playing. That was playing it safe, dude. And even then, that was playing it safe. I know. <laughs> but I'm just saying, like, what what else would you have really done? I mean, I I, f- I feel like her adaptation is at least different from all the other ones. It is. Starkly um, different. Which I'm, which I'm actually glad yeah, a lot yes. of them aren't the same. They all felt like they had their own kind of voice and their yeah. own kind of direction. Um, I just don't seem to like them as much as I like the newest movie, but mm-hmm. um, but yeah, there are definitely things about the other ones that I do like. But yeah, this I feel like yeah. this... It. I mean, whether she played it safe is... is um, not nonsense, but like it, it doesn't matter. It's, <laughs> yeah, it's moot. It it's, doesn't matter. It's a movie. Calm down. Um, yeah, I'm gonna read the AV Club 100 because I think it's really nice. Uh, Little Women is the best kind of Hollywood film. Thoughtful yet escapist, sophisticated yet accessible, expertly crafted and deeply felt. The performances are all top notch. Ronan and Pugh especially breathe new life into their characters. Gerwig's direction is also first rate. Yeah. Yep. And, uh, it's fucking, that's true. And everybody in the Academy is really, 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 really stupid for not nominating her. I'm just saying. Alessandra? Alessandra, save it. (laughs) I'm so mad about it. I'm so mad I'm not even mad anymore. That's how, that's how mad I am about it. (sighs) No, man, be salty. It's so great to just... Be salty about the Oscars, like, years, years after, years after what they did wrong was already wrong. I'm still salty about Babe. <laughs> yep. <laughs> yep. Alessandra sent me today that <laughs> there was an article. What did the article say, Alessandra? That... It's so great. I should just read it. It's, it's, Please just sorry. read it. Short little... It, it, made, it made my day. I was I was, I was was using the restroom at, at work, and I was like... <laughs> I'm so glad and you I liked was like, it. And I was like... I was like, babe should have won! Yeah, okay, so... Uh, I read this article today. I only got like halfway through it, but it was like a slideshow of the, ba- the past best picture winners every year, and basically like if that should have won or if something else should have won that year instead. And so the one for 1996... Apparently, Braveheart won. Um, it says it, it's a 
it's impressive, but its content has aged poorly. Um, Ron Howard's Apollo 13 was used as his closest competition, with Sense and Sensibility, Il Postino, and Babe were considered also Rans. That the utterly perfect and wondrous Babe wasn't the runaway winner is an ignominy in the Academy. The Academy will never live down. That won't do Oscars. That won't do. That's that's just amazing. The fact that, that <laughs> someone felt this strongly. That we feel. Like, oh. I, I, I got, I, like, I, emotional I, about it today. Like, when I read that. So which so which version of Sense and Sensibility was it the one with Emma Emma Thompson? Emma Thompson yeah yeah really it, that one be, that one best screenplay though really yeah it totally did it totally did and I actually watched that more recently and I I thought it was bad like I didn't think I liked it the first time and I watched it again and it's great dude it's a great movie yeah, I did I didn't think I liked it the first time maybe I need to give it another watch because you you gave it to me for Christmas or something didn't you something like that and I, dude, I have it on DVD you've got to watch it it's awesome like it's it's really great so I, I say give that one <laughs> that one another watch like babe which <laughs> like babe oh man yeah uh, I'm, I'm pretty sure there's gonna be a lot, you know. What? I'm I'm just gonna save all my comments for for next week's podcast because that's just yeah. That's just, gonna you can bring up Babe next week. We will because we love it so much. Um, we'll definitely bring up Babe next week. Uh, but we definitely <laughs> need to close this episode out. <laughs> <laughs> I'm really glad that this is finally ending, Emily. It was a lot of limo women, little women for like the past six months of my life, and I just even less like the past four months of my life has been dedicated to this this story. I think it's probably best that I just kind of give a little rest for a little bit. You you definitely you definitely take a rest, man. Um, I'm I'm just now appreciating that Little Women is now in my life, and I'm going to enjoy <laughs> reading reading the rest of my book that'll take me another year and a half to finish. So I'm very excited. I'm, I'm very excited for this journey. I, I hope you're excited for me. <laughs> I'm super excited for you to love everybody. Um, and. Uh, if you had anything to say about Little Women or any of the other podcasts that we've done, you can email us at allbythepopcornpodcast at gmail.com or allbythepopcorn at gmail.com. Or you can comment and rate and review us on iTunes, uh, which is Apple Podcasts, uh, the Google Play Store, SoundCloud, and any of our social medias. We have a Facebook page, so just search All By The Popcorn. We also have an Instagram at All By The Popcorn Podcast, and we have a Twitter at By The Popcorn. That is at By The Popcorn because we couldn't fit the whole entire name in there. Um, I've been posting a lot on the Instagram, so everybody go check it out. You can see our lovely uh, cover art that I make every week for every episode. Yes, and we also have merch. Yes, we do, of our little lady. And, uh, I, you know, maybe one day after we finish Indiana Jones, we'll make some kind of, like, our own Indiana Jones merch. That would be really fun. Oh, I would love that. Yeah. So, uh, that. everybody, thanks for listening. We hope you enjoyed this Little Women <sighs> entirety. Um, extravaganza. Extravaganza, yes. Buffet. I don't know. Whatever <laughs> you want to call it. It was a buffet for sure. This is, this is a lot of fun to talk about. I'm excited to talk about the Oscars next week. All right, everybody. Thanks for listening. Bye. 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 
when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com slash style for free shipping and 365-day returns.